Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Menno. You can find me on Twitter at Papa Omeno or on Instagram at Pops.Culture. And this is episode 87 of the Pops Culture Podcast. I am joined by a special guest. He has been here before, two times before, actually. This is now his third appearance on the podcast. And honestly, I'm going to say this. The last two times he made the appearance, a lot of people hit me up and been like, yo, you should have him on more often. So since I had the opportunity with the situation going on with Gabe, which I will explain in a little bit, uh, I am joined by my boy, JB. JB. How you doing today, bro? What's good, broski? I'm I'm amped to be out here three-peating. So, and, and shout out to any fan that was like, yo, get Jay on here more. I'm happy to do it. Now that we out here working remote, I'm just at home. So, we're good. Dope, man. Dope. Yeah. Uh, the last two times you came on, like, one of my boys was like, yo, you should, you should have JB on a couple more times. I was like, all right, any chance I get to throw him on, I will definitely take that opportunity. I don't know if you guys have seen my Instagram post that I posted as my story, but Gabe has been arrested for fraud. He's been out here living the dirty life, telling women who are not his girlfriends that he is in a relationship with them so he could get gifts. No, but that's a, that's a complete joke. Gabe's actually not been arrested. <laughs> he did just have some work stuff to deal with, so I ended up getting JB for the podcast for this week's episode. But it was funny that some people actually did think that he did get arrested from my meme. You know me, I just like to poke fun at Gabe and his lifestyle. So it was all jokes, all laughs. There's nothing serious about that. It's funny enough, it's actually some Japanese dude who dated, I think it was 35 women, and told them his birthday for different dates so that he would get presents each of those days. Tell me that is not swag. I got to be honest. That is the, the future level of toxicity that we need <laughs> on the internet more often. I, 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 here's the thing, because like people, and I'm sure there's, you know, you know, whatever gender you declare as, you know, identify as, who's saying like people out here be gallivant, and we all know this, but to like 
have 35 of them. The effort required, I would almost argue, I, I say this largely in jest, but I would almost argue that he deserves the gifts for the effort he's putting in right now. That's what I'm saying. He shouldn't That's even have been arrested. Yo, Why would he be arrested for that? Bro, keeping track of three people is, is a hard time. You know what I'm saying? 35? You no, got to no, remember wait. personal details. You know, if you got a pet, don't have a pet, close friends. Plus, plus you got to make sure that these circles ain't mixing. That is exactly. prolific. That is prolific. Keeping track of three people is difficult. That's what I'm saying. Keeping, but keeping track of two women alone, like two women alone is even that's more difficult than that. Like three people, yeah, like if it's some guys in there, some girls, whatever, that's easy. That's a little bit easier. But two women alone is already hard enough. I could not imagine this guy having to deal with 35 different women. That's a lot of eye contact and active listening, <laughs> let me tell you. It's a lot of bickering. It's a lot of arguments. That's a lot of texts. <laughs> That's a lot of people leaving people on red too. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe he came Jeez. up with I, what are, what were the days? I wonder what the days were too. Like was he was he doing this for an entire month? Was he spreading this out so he can get a gift like two gifts every month? Like I I need to know more details on how this actually went down. Cause me, I, I think I would go the route of I want a gift at least once every month. Prolific. Especially for men, how we don't get gifts out here. Like, none of the holidays cater to us. Bro. Father's Day is probably, like, it's supposed to be recognized for us, but it's nowhere near as good as Mother's Day, and no one really appreciates Father's. You get, like, socks and some shit that you really don't necessarily need. Hey, you know what would be messed up? I kind of just thought of this because you're saying this now. It's it's messed up, but it is what it is. What if it, like, half of those, those gal, right, were, like, calling him daddy? And, like, on Father's Day... He got some form of like a daddy gift from even like half of them. That would be lit. Right. So that's at least 17 of them being like, here's another gift. Yeah, In addition to whatever else. That's wild, bro. I wonder if any of them got pregnant too. That's crazy. Okay. I mean, you, knock on wood, because you, yeah, you know, child exactly. support is crazy. But <laughs> um, hey man, prolific. Oh, man. Yeah, that is legendary, man. That guy's got to go down in some kind of Hall of Fame. They also have to free him. Free that dude. I'm going to find his name <laughs> after the podcast. They need to free that man. He does Yo, not put him need up. to be arrested or locked up for now. <laughs> he can start that a GoFundMe. Uh, but yeah, this is episode uh, 30, no, sorry, 37. This is episode 87 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music. Uh, yeah, we can pretty much hop into it. I mean, I haven't spoken to you in some time. I don't know if you want to ask me some questions about my personal life or anything like that before we get into the topics at hand. But well, you know what? Like, I, I figured I would ask a few, and then I was like, mm, "Should I be nice?" And I was like, "Nah, be nasty to him. <laughs> Just ask it anyway." Oh, yo, yo, yo! Especially from the last two episodes, because I remember vividly one of the episodes that you were on was the episode where I had some very. Troubling female issues. Yes. Uh, Where are we at? <laughs> so that, How does COVID change things? Where are well, we at? Well, right now I'm I'm very much single and just living that that life right now. So. Oh, so it's it's um, gone. That's so that dissipated. <laughs> so every yeah, all all female issues are pretty much dissipated at this. Point. So she I'm, never let I'm you chilling. hit. She never let you hit. All I'm that not, patience. I'm not, <laughs> all that patience, man. You didn't even. Get that to was press. that was part of the arrangement, though. That was part of the relationship. That wasn't something that to I punch yourself in the nuts all the time. <laughs> 
That wasn't something that I went into oh not knowing goodness. that that was going to happen. So I knew that that was the case. Spend all, it not, was, uh, and again, let me, let me be clear. Anyone listening, I'm not saying it's bad to wait. Let's do what you got to do. But all I'm saying is that in Papa's case, so Papa, my guy, you went, you spent all that energy and you came out with nuts bluer than someone out ice fishing in, in like Minden. See, I'm black, so no, I do not get blue balls, but... I mean, but it the, sounds like they were that, pretty blue at this point, <laughs> bluer than Sonic, if you waited that long. To that term, yes, I did I did have to wait in terms Shoot. of it and not necessarily go through with it. Shoot. Um, but that was the situation I went into because prior to that, living uh-huh. that other single life, you know, like you do that stuff, you you get around and then you find women, but you realize you don't really have anything in common with them and you end up losing interest and it all just kind of fizzles out at that point. I get that, but even if you got chemistry with someone, like, wouldn't it be nice to also be intimate with them as well? Of course. Share that with you? A hundred percent. I completely agree with you. And I, I I, did want that. There's not, it's not that I did not want that, but mm. for this person, I was willing to sacrifice that to see where things going because I did feel like I did have a really good genuine connection with this person. Right, and how long did that go? I don't want to, I'm not going to dangle it in your face, but how long was that for? Like a year and a bit, a year. Okay, so you want a year and a bit pretending like you were in grade seven. It, it's not pretending. Well, some of the, some of your words are very choicy here, bro. You you, you, was, you, you, spent, you spent 16 months, 18 months, like it was grade seven. Did you yes. even, like... I, I oh, did man. spend 18 months like it was grade seven. I, I like oh, that phrase a little bit better. Oh, boy. Jeez. Your sheets must have been destroyed. Oh, man. That's some nasty dreams, you sicko. Oh, man. You sick bastard. I was going to say we didn't mess around in any kind of fashion. There was some... Man, it sounds like you didn't really mess around stuff, enough. It was... <laughs> it sounds like it wasn't level, really that messy after all. It wasn't to the level that I, I would personally want. Is, that is sounds like... That's that sounds like you had a very good time at Bible camp, and I'm very happy. For you. <laughs> and it's crazy that you say that because she was mad Christian. So the and I and and, and don't get it twisted. When I say Bible camp, I mean like the like like the like the thumper Bible camp because I've also been to biblical events that, um, you know, depending on what row of pew you sitting in, they ain't all uh, as old school as others is what I will say. I've been to some rallies where people get a little, a little wild. So, um, I mean, good for you, man. You gave it a good, you gave it the honest try. Exactly. There we go. So you your head held high. You wasted some of your prime years, but that's fine. You know, we live and learn. I don't, so, I don't like, so we to, rise. okay. For, well, for so one, we, rise. We, we, no were pun intended. A, we were in a pandemic and I don't like to call. Oh. Wait. <laughs> I'm going to give it a fuck with you. It is, it is still possible to be safe and prolific through this pandemic. I'm not saying I have been, I'm just saying I see how it is not impossible to be active and safe. So you're telling me you've just been chilling in your house? I've, I've been in my crib, my guy. I've been, I've been out here bossing. But if you're asking me how my life was earlier <laughs> on, um, the beginning of, say, this pandemic, uh, you know, I was... Um, how do we say this? I was on official visits uh, to different schools for where I was going to commit on my scholarship offer. Mm-hmm, okay. You know, there were official visits and or multiple interviews. I really want to call it. I don't know, some weird euphemism. But I mean, yeah, it's not impossible. I know I'm, there's someone that lives near me that I've, you know, gone and gotten my mail and I've seen multiple different people um, <laughs> at that unit. And I get the same head nod every time. And I'm like, my man, good for you. 
Yo, what floor are you on? Hey, man, I ain't snitching. I'm just saying what I might have observed. Oh, man. But, yeah, no, I, okay. I'm not saying that you can't. Obviously, I like to feel better by saying it's a pandemic. That's how I kind of rationalize it. That's smart. Bit. You know, hey, keep a small pandemic, so. One, one at a time in a bubble, or if they're all really safe and it's a different household, maybe it's a group thing. Good for you, you know? And, and let, me, let me also say this real quick before we move on. I don't like to call it wasted time either. I feel like you always learn some kind of a lesson, either about yourself or about relationships. That is time a with wonderful, else. philosophical, reflective way of looking at how you wasted your time. I'm very happy for you. <laughs> I, I, for the record, I do admire that mindset, but uh, when you're 35, you ain't gonna feel that way. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, at 35, you ain't gonna oh, feel that man. way. It is. <laughs> What it is. As long as you started sowing your seed safely after that, I'm happy for you, my guy. Because that release must have been hectic, stole. <laughs> hectic. I don't. I don't think I can comment on that on this podcast. On, on what? Hey, my, man, let my it fly. Was afterwards, but just just be safe. Just let it fly. You y'all can y'all can use your imaginations if you take want to. take the Gabe approach, but be safer than him. Exactly, 100. percent That is you know great sound advice right there. There you go. Boom. So I want to get your thought on vaccines mm-hmm. because they're starting to roll out in Ontario. Finally, oh, we, start, we, can, yeah. we can kind of make the way back to what normal is, quote unquote, because we don't know what it's going to be going forward. And I don't yeah. think we're ever going to go back to the world that we were ever in before. I need but, Banna back in my life, but go ahead. Oh, man, I think we all do, bro. That <laughs> that and uh, what, what's the other event that goes on? Oh, the CNE. I need to see me back too. I really oh, the that. X? Yeah, yeah. XI, but I'm really here for the for catching bubbles. <laughs> I do not disagree with that whatsoever. Well, yeah, we're getting back to we're we're getting to a point where the vaccines are coming out. Apparently by May 24th, we should be able to get all adults registered to be able to get vaccines and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I've said on record or multiple podcasts, I guess, that I'm still kind of hesitant towards the vaccine. Like I'm waiting for it. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, so I don't want that narrative to be thrown upon me. Like, I'm not against getting the vaccine. I'm not against people getting the vaccine whatsoever. Just me personally, with some of the situations that I've been in with the medical profession, especially in Canada, I personally just want to wait a little bit on the vaccine to see what it's going to be like, to see what summer is going to be like. And I will make my decision on when I want to get a vaccine Sometime later on in the year. I don't think I'm gonna get I don't think I'm gonna be out here getting it in the summer, but my that that could change. I could change my mind. Like I'm definitely open to that. But at the moment, I am still hesitant on the vaccine. What are your thoughts? Are you gonna get it as soon as you can? Have you already gotten it? What are your plans moving forward in terms of this whole pandemic situation? Um, I mean, no, I haven't gotten vaccinated yet. Um, I say yet intentionally because like I know ultimately I will. Um what else and I'll, I'll say this because I, I can at least just as a fellow brother, understand some of your perspectives because uh, it's no surprise that any visible minority has a different level of trust in our medical system. And it's not because they may, it may even be an instant where they haven't had a negative interaction themselves, but they know that culturally things have not always been established with us in mind. And if people are unsure about that, they can literally like open up any sort of historical data on it from 10 years back, 15, 20, 30, 40, or even look at the you know, United States and how they were testing motherfuckers, um, you know, without their consent or knowledge for things like, you know, penicillin shots or whatever over the years. So in, on, a, on a regular basis, there seems to be biases that exist where we're deemed to be treated differently. It could be, 
in the administration of uh, you know pain medications for simple ailments. It could be for other things as well. So I can I can understand being hesitant on it. Um, you know, long term, obviously, I think it's important that everyone does get vaccinated. For sure, um, I think it's crucial and. I can understand you feeling hesitant on like, well, you know, let's wait and see. Uh, I think the toughest thing right now is the availability piece. You know, there's, I saw tweets even this morning of people in Scarborough lined up from since midnight last night for the opportunity to get a ticket to get vaccinated. But if you go to some other, you know, uh, neighborhoods more in Toronto and they are more affluent, that's not an issue. Their yeah. access to vaccines are higher, yet them being a hotspot is not a thing. So the, that inequality still definitely exists and, and is a challenge for a lot of people. Um, all I would ask that anyone listening or for you as well, brother, is that if you are going to wait, that you please be as safe as possible and try and minimize your contact points or being outside. Because, uh, you know, it, I think we're long past people call, being able to in any way logically call this thing a hoax. It's, it's, it's clearly real. Yeah, 100. Um, I've known and, people close to me that have gotten it, so I can't. Yeah. I can't even be out here trying to say it's a hoax or anything like that. I don't think. Yeah. At this point, you know what I mean. And and I've seen people still call it a hoax, and I kind of just I was like, thank you for showing me that you lack, you know, <laughs> common sense. Um, go away. But um, you know, it's obviously a problem, and I I ultimately think I will. You know, am I interested in getting that AZ one? No. Do I want that Johnson and Johnson? No. Um, <laughs> you know Yo, even, I mean? even Pfizer had to revise what they were doing. Like the dude hey, came out and said, "Yeah, you, this might be something where you guys have to get it every year now." Apparently, if you take it, yeah, there's just so. so much going on, and the challenge is 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 a number of things. Because, like, I mean, personally, look, if it ain't Pfizer and Moderna, don't call me. That's the first thing I'll just be honest about. From what little I know about science, but just me trying to pay as much attention to this as I can and asking people that are much smarter than me in these fields about their perspectives and why this still is relatively, you know, largely a safe vaccine based on the number of amount of research done and, you know, how revolutionary it was the, the speed in which something could have been developed this time with our modern tech that didn't exist even 10 years ago. Yeah. So, you know, all those things are really important, but at the same time, when you look at this stuff, man, and you're like, okay, some people are dying a little bit. Um, it is just, it's scary. You know, um, I think for a lot of people in Toronto, they should be looking at getting vaccinated, not so much even for themselves, but for the fact that people around them are so selfish that they're not going to take this seriously enough. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's that's the bigger issue here. Like, how does how does life continue? And I know you said, um, you know, whatever our new normal will be. But, you know, my brother, I've been on the subway maybe twice since COVID started and they were eight months apart kind of thing, me getting on the subway. And eight months later, I was like, oh my God, like y'all really want to catch this thing. It was, it was, uh, it was surprising uh, how- was, many, was it no maskers? No mask or like taking it off because they want to drink something, but they sip and then sit there for like 10 minutes without putting it on, you know, where people crowding over each other. And it's just, I think the thing that surprised me the most you know, I love my city. I love being back in Toronto. I love all those things. But I was, I've been surprised by the level of selfishness um, of individuals out here and some of their human nature of being so selfish that they are unwilling to think beyond themselves. That if they're unwilling to take this, they, they don't care about the risk. And as such, they will subject everyone else to their own selfishness. Yeah. You know, and I saw a meme once and it was like, it was talking about how, um, you know, anti, you know, anti-vaxxers or people saying that COVID is a hoax 
they're running around saying it's not raining because they're walking around with an umbrella. And because they have an umbrella over their heads and hasn't directly affected them yet, and no one's been splashing them with a puddle, they're like, well, it's a, it's a hoax. And everyone else is standing around being like, we're soaking wet. We know this thing's real. Or we looked outside our freaking window. We can see it's raining outside. Like, what do you mean? So that's been a challenge. You know, I'll even go to a grocery store and I'll still see someone without a mask or it's below their face. It's on their mouth, but not on their nose. I'm like, what are you doing? Um, so that's the part that's been a challenge. So I think ultimately, yeah, I mean, everyone should get vaccinated. I don't, I don't see myself not doing it. Um, mm. My biggest thing is I barely gone outside much at all. Like out of my unit, to be honest. And for me, it's, are we taking care of the people the most at risk first? Um, despite our provincial government completely bungling this and our federal government also bungling this because, you know, by rule, by technically right now, my brother, like you and I couldn't hang out with two other people. Right. By the rules. That's correct. Right. But we could fly internationally and people internationally can pull up right now. Yo, don't even get me started on that. That's the you know what, you know what I mean? part about this whole lockdown thing that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Do you know what I mean? So like, I'm, we still yeah. have our borders open and people can fly in and out of this country just does not make sense. That's what I mean. So that's the stuff that, that, that frustrates me because if I'm here and I, I will adhere to any regulation or rule if it's going to flatten a curve and keep us all safe. Hell yes, absolutely. I will stay in my goddamn home for three months if I have to. Right. If it's going to flatten the curve. But for you to sit there and give us these regulations to say that I can't stand in a park with five of my homies that I know actually care about this and are also being safe. But you are going to let any person fly into this country because they don't feel like being here is stupid. Right. Or if you can if you ban one country from being able to fly in, but then they can simply fly to another airport, which really actually would expose them to more people and then fly in from that airport into this country. It's a joke. Right. So yeah. I think there's going to have to be a massive reckoning at some point where we really have to have one of those like come to Jesus moments where they look at both our provincial and federal governments and go, why did you act so foolishly about this? Because there are other countries that had larger spikes than us or more scarier spikes than us that are back to normal. And they're back to normal very quickly because they had very, very strict rules. People, you know, pissed and moaned and whatever and they said shut up you're gonna do this for the two months and then you'll be fine you know someone has to be the adult in the room someone has to be that parent to put the kid in their bedroom and go you're on timeout for five minutes and you can scream and throw things around in your room and i'm gonna make you clean that shit up later but we'll leave it for now and after five minutes you can come out of your room and of all the other countries that have done that are doing just fine and here yeah. we are what what 14 months into this you know what I mean? Like, I, I remember being like, oh, bro, there's no way they canceled Banner. And then I was like, oh, shoot, they canceled Banner. There's no way they canceled it next year. It's probably going to get canceled this year. Yeah, that's a crazy thing. Yo, summer yeah. wasn't even that bad for us because we got it down to a point where we were able to be outside. Right. And then people got super lax. And then you had a mayor making comments about people being safe. And then a photo came out where the mayor was in yo, the that, park. Yeah, that shit killed me. Like, that the hypocrisy me is wild to me. So those are the things that drive me absolutely up a wall. You know, if we have things like you need to quarantine your home for the first six to eight months of this, you, if you got to the airport, we're like, yeah, I'm going to quarantine. They would go, okay, and then send you home. I got texts from friends that had traveled internationally and that were in the country for like less than a week. I'm like, yo, you want to come hang? And I'm like, and I really remember, I have texts that are say quarantine, question mark, question mark. And they're like, nah, it's good. I'm fine. Yeah. 
And I'm like, okay, if, if my friend that I know is saying this to me, what about all these other schmucks? Yeah, there's probably a bunch of other people. You know, and God love them. I love that person, but they know how I feel <laughs> on this. You know what I mean? Like, I've made my, my sentiments known. Yeah. But that's why we're where we're at. And that's why it's funny when they're like, oh, we're going to make this vaccine available for people by May 2 4. Well, yeah, because you're going to tell me, you're going to tell all these people that they can't go to their cottages <laughs> for the May long weekend and Dude, party summer, and do the all their wildness? The summer is going to be a wrap, 100%. Like, it's going to be dumb. The fact that we've been under lockdown for, like you said, 14 months at this point, by the time that really good weather hits, because we're still in that phase right now where, you know, right now it's raining. So it's not necessarily the greatest weather. But once the summer hits and, like, every day is 25 plus, people are going to be outside. You're not stopping people from going outside at that point. So bro, they need to get their shit together by then because – People are going to be out. And to your own sentiments, do you know how do you know how horny people are right now? <laughs> it is, no, and you're, I, you're talking to King Horny right now. You know, any, no matter how you personally self-identify, you are horny right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like it's like people are they're like there's like like a, like they're going they're ready to go everyone's ready to go crazy. So there's no way that this summer won't create like the birth of like all these speakeasies and underground parties and wildness to a level that we've still not yet seen. Yeah. You can't make people stay inside for two consecutive years. It just doesn't work like that. It just won't freaking happen. So yeah, it's it's too bad. You know, there's just so many things and emotions have gone into it that like as someone who's adhered to the rules so strictly like i feel frustrated like i'm at a point now where like i'm like Dude. all right like how much longer are y'all gonna make me do this you know for real i'm in the same you know? boat and on the other hand you also have to deal with this and i don't i don't know if you can get you talked about this so if you have my bad for bringing this up again but um then you get the people talking about how they feel like their civil liberties have been taken and how they're imprisoned i saw someone tweet again the other day that they compared this to nazi germany and i'm like listen you ignorant motherfucker if you think that's what this is you are not ready for life and it's crazy because a lot of the people that are complaining right now about feeling like they're trapped or they're in jail first of all wouldn't be able to handle jail and second of all most of them honestly are dealing with what minorities typically deal with on a regular basis anyways oh you're upset that someone's going to monitor where you're going Oh, you don't like being stopped for no reason and asked why you're standing in a park? Welcome. Nice it. I don't want to hear you. Yeah. So we have just- we have touched on that a little bit. Um, you know, I, I don't like the people who make the comparisons to that type of extreme, like Nazi Germany sick, type shit. That shit's too far. I can see where they're coming from from feeling that their civil liberties are being infringed upon. Because yeah, it's because it's not the but it's not the civil liberties; it's their privilege being infringed upon. You you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If you look at it, the people complaining about that are only certain groups of people, and they're typically ones that are very <laughs> privileged. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're upset that your privilege is going away. No, 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 no. Now you're re- coming to a level where everyone else is. You're not being infringed upon. Honey, you can order in. It's all good. You'll be fine. I want to go to the bar too. Stay home. Yeah. My the sooner only, you stay home, the sooner we can do this. My only issue comes in the fact that, like, small businesses, because I know a lot of people who yeah. are small business owners or they yeah. do a lot of small business stuff. I feel for them because 
the government's telling them you guys can't have your stores open or you guys can't do your business or any kind of line of work that that is uh, that is like small business type stuff. But at the same other degree, they have all these big corporations like Walmarts and Canadian Tires and Best Buys and all that. That shit's all. I mean, it's not oh, all open. Like yeah. you can't just like walk in and shit. But for the longest time, they did have those stores open over the smaller businesses. Hundred percent, bro. Be in them and do that stuff. But. I'm livid for them, especially. So I feel bad on that side. There should be some sort. You know, it's interesting for for a government, and I won't get all political with this, but for a government that's supposed to be interested in improving, you know fiscally responsible, whatever, at, from a philosophical level and taking care of things like businesses. And, you know, we keep getting a guy getting on the mic saying that he has our back and he cares about small businesses. Like he's gutting small businesses right now and it's lunacy. So I have a hard time with that as well. Um, I can understand the argument, which is, well, we can't enforce as many small businesses to adhere to the rules the same way these large big boxes are, but why aren't you giving them the opportunity? You know, um, or, I heard some interesting things suggested where it was like, well, what if only certain things were open on some days and some were open on other days, you know, and they alternated or something like that. That would have been interesting. That's not, yeah, that's not a bad idea. You know, that I think people should have considered a little bit more, you know, maybe this many days a week is small business days and whatever the big box is. And honestly, no disrespect to any big box organization, but if someone wants to go support the smaller business, you shouldn't be crying about it. Like just let it go for a bit, you know, we'll all get back to normal soon, but you know, support both because that's when people start to get desperate. Yeah. The other thing is the like, you know, what the heck is an essential item, right? That whole yeah, thing. that shit's stupid as hell, man. And I'm, not just I, that, my brother, but the inconsistency between stores. Yeah, you know, so. And I, I was walking. I was walking in Dollaramas, and you can't even buy certain shit. But like, it's right next to the aisle that I'm already in, so that shit just didn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? You can't buy it's school pretty- supplies, but you can buy toothpaste, but you can't buy like. Uh, what socks or something like that? Someone's complaining about on the yeah, news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's dumb. It's ridiculous. You know, or you can buy like Kleenex, but you can't buy um, a, a phone charger, <laughs> like in a store. You know, so I don't know, man. Yeah, they don't know. It's very clear that nobody knows what they're doing. Exactly. It's just a shame that it's our government that doesn't know what they're doing because they we, should know what they're doing. We gotta get all these dudes out here next next election. Even though it's probably gonna matter because I feel like anyone who would been in, been in this situation probably would have done the same thing they're doing right now. So it's, it kind of like pisses me off know. in that sense. I don't know, man. I don't. I really don't know. I can't think I, of any Canadian like. Well, I don't really follow Canadian politics that much, but I can't really think of any politicians that I think would have done a better job than what these guys are doing right now. Just um, based off of Canada, but I was I was reading today about some of the credentials of you know our Ontario health minister. Um and someone started petitioning, being like, Can we have our next like Ontario like health minister be someone that you know studied public health at some point in school? Is that the is that the lady? I can't remember her name right now. Yeah, brother. Because yeah, like she's terrible. <laughs> she's so bad. Man, the minute they made that cop comment, I just cackled. I didn't. I, just, I didn't even hear that comment. You no, know, remember when they were like when they first were talking about, oh, we're gonna up police. Oh force. yeah, My yeah. Chest got tight. Yeah, and yeah. I was that like, was stupid as hell. Cool. So dumb. Uh, but I do want to move on because we haven't let's talked about it. vaccine stuff. We got a lot to go on. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so TDE. Well, let's start off with from the start of the story because LeBron James. He's been unrest. He's been injured for the past few weeks, um, which has severely hurt my fantasy team i need him back as soon as possible but he was on twitter he decided to tweet out 
Man, I miss Kendrick Lamar in dying need of his gift slash presence right now. And I 100% agree. I'm a huge Kendrick Lamar fan. He is my favorite rapper at the moment. Um, it's between him and Drake. And the fact that I, we haven't gotten an album from him since Damn, which came out in 2018, which has been three years now, and we haven't heard much from him since then, really pains me. It's killing me right now. But I'm so glad that LeBron James took to Twitter to tweet this out because the last time LeBron James tweeted out that he wanted a Kendrick Lamar album or music from Kendrick Lamar, we ended up getting Untitled, Unmastered a couple weeks later. So here comes TDE. Their official Twitter account tweets, the wait is over, in all caps, exclamation mark, and they had a picture of a bar loading, and it got to 100%. After that got to 100%, we got a date saying May 7th, 2021. Now, I'm excited, but I am tapering some of my excitement because TDE is a large group. They got multiple artists who have also not dropped their albums in quite some time. We're waiting on a SZA album. Uh, Absol, we're waiting on another album from him and also Isaiah Rashad. So whilst they did tweet out that the wait is over, I don't necessarily think, and I'm not yet convinced that this means that Kendrick Lamar is going to be dropping next week, Friday. I would greatly hope that he is, or maybe get some kind of music from him, maybe even a single or maybe even a compilation album with the entire group. I hope we get something like that, but I'm not holding my hopes that it's going to be his album dropping. Uh, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen next week? Friday? This is no disrespect to anyone else affiliated with T TDE, but if it is not King Kendrick, I'm going to be really upset. Like genuinely, uh, like, there are two things that I've been extremely like skeptical of in terms of releases lately was when is Kendrick going to drop another project and when the hell is certified lover boy actually going to show up? Because I've, I've given up hope in, in many ways for both. <laughs> so um, I needed to be, I needed to be Kendrick because COVID needs this and every human needs this. And this guy only has bangers. So um, I hope it's him. I feel like it would be more likely to be a couple samplings of stuff he's been working on and then something that's going to really going to bring more attention to the entire, like, I want to say organization, entire group as a whole, like everyone that has projects coming out. I think yeah. you're, you're, I think you're more right on that one. Um, you know, I'm sure they'll have some Kendrick features on some of those tracks, but like, personally, I just want, I need new Kendrick bangers. I need them because COVID's trash and I'm tired of it and I need new music. Yeah, especially for the climate that we're in right now, this would be the perfect time for Kendrick to put something out because he's that guy. Like streams gone, 100%. Anytime we've gone through some kind of like turmoil socially, Kendrick's the guy who puts out an album that just makes everything feel way more doper, way more fun. And like he'll touch on topics and do it in a dope song and stuff like that. So he's the guy who makes us open our eyes on different topics and different stuff. So I desperately want to hear something from him. I also think that TDE, like, this is where I'm getting, this is where I'm going to be a little bit, like, upset about them because huh. I've, I've seen them do this type of stuff in the past, like, with SZA putting out or potentially putting out her second album. They were kind of teasing towards that coming out and stuff, and they didn't really release music when they were teasing that it was going to be coming out. So that kind of, like, put a bad taste in my mouth because I'm like, well, if you guys are going to tease about some shit and like not necessarily follow through with what you're, what you're putting in front of fans' faces, 
I kind of feel like dumb to it. You can't put out the wait is over because when you say the wait is over, you know everyone <laughs> is expecting that to be Kendrick. It yeah. can't be like they can't put out something where it's not Kendrick centered. I don't think that that's going to be a good look on them if they do that. You could get away with a dope compilation album, like with everyone doing their thing, but know that the expectation like a Kanye West presents type vibe. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Know that know that the expectations at this point are going to be. Kendrick or like a dope ass album from all these guys. It's got to be something like yeah, that. Yeah. 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 I, I need at least four Kendrick tracks or four tracks of Kendrick on it. That's those are, yeah. those are my, that's my request. TDE, if y'all listening, this is, that's what I need. Shout out to LeBron though for doing that too though. Cause I, if that's what got them to tweet that and put the music out, I'm all for that. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, by any means at this point, is how I'm feeling on that one. <laughs> Speaking of music, DJ Khaled, I did not know he was dropping this Friday. I only found out uh, yesterday that he was going to be dropping a project. Came out of nowhere, which is kind of insane because Khaled's the type of dude who usually does some kind of promo. Like he has, he always has a single that's either banging or like popping whilst whilst he has plans to put out his album. Uh, But with this one, he didn't have any kind of promotion for it whatsoever. Other than the fact that he had a meme recently that's kind of been blowing up on Twitter. And once I realized that he was putting out an album and I saw the meme a couple days earlier, I was like, oh shit, maybe they kind of promoted to get that meme popping. But uh, I don't know. That's just my conspiracy theory thinking behind it. But he's dropping an album. Uh, as always, it's a bunch of features, a bunch of artists that he puts together. I guess the biggest standout track so far from the track list that we've seen is the fact that he got Jay-Z and Nas on the same track, which is going to be super exciting. I don't know if you got a chance to look at the track list yourself or any of the songs. Are you excited for this? Are you a guy who's in a DJ Khaled's compilation album? What do you think of them? What do you feel for this album coming out this Friday? See, I'm really glad that DJ Khaled is on the the topic of discussion for this pod because um, I would actually say this is the second most powerful thing DJ Khaled has done in his entire career. What being number one? Number one is him dropping the N-word on brown paper bag and no one doing anything about it. It's hip-hop. You know that that's going to get no, 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 no. Listen, no one did. And I was talking about this literally. This is why I was dying when you told me you are going to bring up DJ. Like, I was talking about this this week. So I'm like, hey, yo. Because, like, I always love making throwback playlists and whatever. Yo, this I did guy, not notice that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up. Not too much. Go play brown paper bag. And he goes, we the best. Who... We, nigga, we the best. That's how it starts. (laughs) Nigga, we the best, man. Listen, that's what he says. And no one ever (laughs) said anything publicly. I'm sure, I feel like it was one of those moments like, yo, yo, chill, 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 chill. But he still did it in the video. You know, I'm so hood and brown paper bag. So, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So like you, so you listen to it, right? And you're like, I his beats must have been so crazy that everyone like, I just loud him this one time, like just just loud him. Just he's he's feeling good. He's with the man, damn, like, you know, ooh, ooh, like whatever it is, what it is. You know what I'm saying, but that's why I say this is the second most powerful thing he's ever done because the most powerful is he did that, he survived it. Touched, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mean I don't mean life wise, but I mean music career. He survived it. People still mess with him, and I've never seen a meme that comes for him on this at all. You know what I'm saying? All the people that were trying to cancel all kinds of wild people on the internet, whatever, no one came for that once. 
nobody. I was surprised. I expected a TikTok video or something to show up on my Instagram, you know, and I said TikTok on Instagram on purpose because I don't use TikTok, but um, I expected to see that somewhere and I never did. So this is the second most powerful because he didn't really do nothing about it. And then this album is going to drop. And it, as we all know, there are going to be bangers. It's going to be tough. We're all going to like it and we're just going to keep it moving. So I'm excited for it. Um, I'm a little less excited for the Jay-Z Nas track than I think other people are. Not that I don't like Jay-Z a lot musically or Nas a lot musically, but I feel like this would have meant more to me if it happened 15 years ago. That's yeah, all. I, I could see that 100%. Yeah, so that's my only thing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, people have beef and whatever and it squashes, but like the older you get, the more like little stuff just doesn't bug you as much anymore. You just get more grown and look beyond the immediate thing for either the check or for just philosophically long game, what it matters or the message it might send to your community. So I think if they had done this track together 15 years ago, it would have meant a lot more to me personally. Um, right now, they're just like two dudes over the age of 45 making a cool track. So like, cool, happy for y'all, but eh. I can um, see that. No, that's a, that's a good take. You know what I mean? So like, that's the thing. I'm sure it'll be a banger. You know what I'm saying? Don't get, don't get twisted. I'm sure it'll be an absolute banger, but it just won't mean anything to me. There are, there is a generation of people that don't know about ether. You know, like that's how old we are at this point. Not to yeah, ages right now, but, but you know what I mean? Like there's a whole generation of people who are like, oh, that Jay-Z Nas track is crazy. And if I were to tell them that Jay-Z and Nas hated each other and we're like at each other's throats, they'd be like, what are you talking about? You're a liar. You know? So that's why I'm like, well, okay, cool. Yeah. But I wish this happened sooner. Um, other than that, yeah, bro, it's going to be an absolute, absolute banger. I'm sure there's going to be lots of stuff that's going to be on there. Unfortunately, we're going to get some summer anthems that we can't really have as summer anthems because our summer isn't going to be our summer. But, um, you know, yeah, I'm looking forward to it for sure. Yeah. On the Jay Nas idea that you were just talking about, mm. I don't – I obviously it would have been better 15 years ago, but I still like it for the fact that these guys have grown because a lot of people can yeah. be petty and, like, hold beefs forever and just never settle them. Well, yeah. I like the fact that they kind of, they're both in, they're not even really in music anymore. Like they've got way bigger business ventures. So uh-huh. for them to uh-huh. come back to this and be like, Hey, you know what? Let's just like fuck it and put our beefs aside and end that shit. And let's make a dope track. Well, I don't even think they were in the studio at the same time. It was probably Caleb gave them like the tracks at different times, but the fact that they got on the same song together and, and are rapping, I think that's going to be uh that's going to be a good moment. It's a dope moment for hip hop. That's, like looking at the track list, to be honest, I'm not super excited for this because the last Khaled compilation album wasn't really the greatest. It had a couple tracks here and there. That's um, the one that has higher with with um, R.I.P. Nip on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's okay, got higher with okay. Nip on it. Um, yeah, there was a couple songs that like that, like that one that I was like, oh yeah, this is great. But yeah. the rest of it was just like mid to me. This one, I mean, it looks a little bit it's more exciting because they've got like some mix of people that I would never think would be on a track. Bryson Tiller, Little Baby, and Roddy Rich. I never thought I'd see that combination of songs ever in my Bryce life. Bryson Tiller on a song that's popular after Don't will be a shocker to me. That as well, too. So it is kind of a uh, I wonder how here. he's doing in life. I actually wonder how... Bryson Tiller, I hope you're doing all right, man, because that was a roller coaster that never went up. <laughs> and uh, my heart breaks for you, my guy. You did one good loop, and then boom. So I'll be good. Trust me, that guy was penned as like the next Drake and the fact that he just never was able to live up to it. Granted, he did go through some like mental health issues. Yeah, but so did Cutter. 
Yeah, but I feel like Cutter was way more established when he was kind of when he hey, when well, he took his break. Well, Bryson, so I Bryce. hope you good. I hope you come back stronger than Mario's come back and Omarion's come back and get some bread out here. He had good. he had a smash with Rihanna though, didn't he? Like a couple. Nah, of did he though? Did he though? It was that they played that song like almost everywhere. Hold on. Okay, me, but they played American right. Idiot everywhere. Would you listen to that right now? Wild thoughts. Wild thoughts. Uh, do you think about Bryson Tiller when you hear Wild Thoughts? Or do you think of DJ? No, Khaled I think I think of Rihanna more so than anything. Of course, I think everyone I thinks think of, of Rihanna um, when that song so, comes on. So then, so that's what I said. Did he though? Right? But he's still on it though. I got to give him his credit for that. I don't know, man. That's like saying Paul Anka's a part of the the that red whatever challenge thing that was on TikTok. <laughs> is, is he really? Because his voice is there. Oh man! By the way, no, because that's from, different though. Because most of the people know that song from Doja Cat, though. And for my old heads, for my music heads, Paul Anka, shout outs to the old school vibes. Um, the real ones know that's the Rat Pack era. You know, that's that Frankie, Sammy Davis Jr. You know, Dean Martin era music. Get with it, get lost. All right, continue. <laughs> you just lost all of my listenership right there. There, no idea. But like, get on it, get at me. I got Spotify playlists for your head tops. Oh, man. But yeah, we'll see. It's, I'll definitely give it a listen. I'm not opposed to listening to it, but I'm not yeah. super excited. Yeah, I can see that. It is what it is. I just hope um, he drinks more vino. Yeah. those Honestly, my favorite clips about DJ Cloud are the ones where he's not speaking. Anything where he's not talking is instant meme gold. Everything else I can do without. I don't need to hear his voice. But. I miss Ellen TV show era DJ Khaled. Oh, man, I hated that era so much. Well, that's why I miss it. It was so entertaining for me. And again, I think he's, I'm sure he's a great dude. I'm sure he's yeah, no, no, nothing around. against him personally. I don't I also, it's just I also privately wonder if he still has like back channel champs shoe plugs. Like, if back in the day, because he was there, you know someone now that's, like, you know, head of distribution somewhere in the office. I would love to know that. I'm sure he probably does. Like, I would not see why that would not be the case. DJ Khaled, call me. Thank you. <laughs> I got yeah, some questions. Since you're speaking about sneakers, let's move on to the hardwood. Yep. The Raptors yep. are last place in the Eastern Conference right now. Oh. And Ugh. you know what? I'm not even mad about it. I think that this should be a year where the Raptors tank because this has been an odd year. There's been a lot of things that went on this year that are not normal for any sports team to have to go through. And we have a good young core, so I'm not even upset about what's going to be happening in the future. Why not add another good piece to that? Like, it makes all the sense. We moved our team to Tampa Bay, you know, the city of champions, which it's not going to look like we're going to be able to participate in that. But moved our team to Tampa Bay, so that already kind of ruined whatever, not chemistry, but, you know, their mentality going into the season a little bit. Uh, the team chemistry was in flux. You know, we had a lot of new pieces that we we're trying to figure out at the same time, too. You know, Pascal was kind of trying to get back to form in terms of basketball. It seemed like he'd been really not in the space of playing basketball for a little bit. Uh, then, of course, the team got COVID and they had a bunch of injuries. So that kind of slowed any momentum we had because there was a point in the season where we were in a really good position to come back and make a great playoff push. And we were playing really good basketball. But as soon as that happened, we got hit by COVID and that just destroyed a lot of our chances. Um, we still did have lots of opportunities to make it into that play in game to make it into the playoffs. So the seven to 10 teams can play each other to make it into the playoffs. We did still have that opportunity, but unfortunately it's not looking good because we did recently lose and our schedule does not get any easier. So at this point, we might as well just retool 
get something good in the draft because this is going to be a deep draft. And with what you see coming out of the drafts in the past few years, players can make an impact immediately. Like Luka Doncic has been a player who's just been made an impact immediately. Um, dude in Atlanta, I'm blanking on his name right now. Trey Young. Thank you. Trey Young made an impact instantly. And you don't even have to, and we're going to, we're going to be guaranteed to get like a top 10 pick there. So we can get someone who can instantly help this team. And with the core of OG, Fred Van Vliet, Siakam, and Gary Trent Jr., and we add another piece to that, we're going to be looking good. So I don't see why people are against this whole tank idea. Tank this year, it's not something that we're going to do for the next five years. It's just simply this year's been off. Might as well pick up a huge piece that we never get because we don't get free agents. That's not how we do it. We usually have to draft or make trades. And since we're in a great drafting position, make the best of the draft. Isn't it amazing what one title can do to everyone's mindset? <laughs> Like everyone's like so many more people are like, yeah, let's just go back to the bottom. I wasn't, oh, yeah. I, I don't mind it here. I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, and, and I don't disagree. We aren't, aren't going to win. We're like, if we get into that play in game, we're not, and, oh. and we make it to the playoffs, who are we beating? We're not listen, beating the listen, Nets. We're not listen. beating Philadelphia. So what's the point of making it to the playoffs? Listen, I don't disagree with you at all. I've looked at anyone that's asked me and said, listen, we look, and I love, I love my raps. I'm honest, competitive, and I, I love the people that I have in the, in that, within that organization. They know I love them. But if we make the first round, it's a waste of time. Exactly. That's no disrespect to the people on the roster. That's no disrespect to anything. Look, we're not winning a title this year. Exactly. And we have the opportunity to now be more um, bullish with our expectations of this organization where we go, we want to win more championships now that we've won one. Um, this roster is not getting through the nets. It's just, it's just not happening over seven games. I love us to death. It's not happening. Um so, yeah, I'm not against it. Uh, what I will say, I mean, yeah, we got a wonderful young core. I think it'll be a great opportunity uh, for Masai and Bobby, obviously, to be able to find – and the rest of the staff, sorry um, – be able to find some really great players that didn't get the exposure that they typically would have, um, you know, outside of COVID restricting things and access and the kind of people looking at film this year. Uh, to find a player that will be a great fit for the organization that will do a great job. Yeah, obviously, with our position – um, we have an opportunity to be pretty high in the lottery. Yeah, we which can is, get a superstar. <laughs> which like, is outstanding. Legit. I mean, yeah, we could, you know. Um, I, I think that our organization is in a place where they're more than capable of finding the right player or the best available and, and ensuring that it's someone that will fit in with, with this team and this culture and, and ensure that they're going to, you know, be here for years to come. Uh, I don't. I don't necessarily feel that it's as hard as us, hard as it was. Obviously, for us to attract free agents, I think free agents do want to come to Toronto. Uh, you know, we're what three years removed from adding Kawhi, and boom, we win a championship. So I don't think people are blind to that, um, in any way, shape, or form. And yeah, I mean, I've I followed Gary Trent Jr. since he was on the Blazers because um, like I, I got a lot of love for the Portland Trail Blazers and that team and that organization. So I've watched a lot of their stuff over the years, and he's great. Um, I think one thing that hasn't happened is he will have, he personally will have one of the most prolific times in Toronto, not on the court, but off the court. Um, <laughs> he is going to feast on this city and there will be a lot of GT junior oh, uh, lookalikes oh, walking around. And I don't mean children. I mean like men that are trying to jock his style. It is going to happen quickly. Um, so, I mean, ladies, if you listen and you watch the Raptors a lot, Gary Trent Jr. is probably who you're going to chase after. I mean, he's still a good dude. I got to be honest. Um, so he's going to he's gonna 
have a full plate at all times <laughs> he's here he's um, absolutely a fan favorite yeah big time and he's great too you know and i think he he does a lot of really really good things and our team is probably one of the most athletic rosters we've ever had um you know i'm a big utah guy so when he got his contract i was fist pumping and yelling because big big fan of him um so yeah we do have a wonderful core and i think it's a great opportunity to get the young let the young guys play a little bit you know malachi's getting a lot of minutes right now um um so that's been looking pretty, nice too yeah he, nice. he is you know what i mean like i think where'd he go you new mexico or san diego state one of the two um but we've picked up a couple players out of the mount west conference over the last few years that have been able to do that and show the right level of grip that fit in with this organization so yeah, I'm not against a high pick, you know, getting someone that's going to be cheap over the first three years and then we get their rights for renewal for contract stuff and, you know, gives us the piece we need that would not just the, not that we necessarily couldn't get in free agency, but would be too expensive to get in free agency, uh, which I think is is the is the bigger piece there. So. I don't, yeah, man, I'm with you. We can't, we can't get free agents, though. Like, we can get guys. I'm not saying we can't get guys, but we can never attract one of the top tier names. Like the only one I could think of that we legitimately had a chance to probably get was Giannis Attentacumpo. I think outside of that, I can't think of any other superstar that we could have attracted towards the city. Yeah, but yeah, think about it, man. All that came after a championship. So how many free agent summers in Toronto have we had trying to attract someone since we won a championship? It's just one, just the one. Yes, it's one. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yes, it's one. So, and even then, that year, everyone wanted Kawhi. It was Kawhi and nobody else really in terms of, like he was the one that when he chose all the other like dominoes fell. So, um, no, I, I think, I think you might actually be underrating how great this city is. You know what I'm saying? I think, um, free agents do want to come here, uh, and they understand the winning culture. I think, you know, as long as Masai and Masai sign the contract, as long as Masai signs. Yeah, we need that. Stays, you know, <laughs> that's I think that's one thing I need is a Raptors friend to be honest. You know, like as long as that happens, I think that sets the tone for the next five to eight years of this organization. We'll be able to continue to, to attract free agents here. I don't think that'll be an obstacle for us at all. So, um, yeah, I mean, I feel good about it. I'd love to see a high draft pick. Um, we're not really losing anything. And from a business standpoint, it's not like we're missing out on ticket revenue in the playoffs for the MLSC. Like, you know, Tannenbaum's not stupid. He'll be like, okay, well, I can't sell tickets in the ACC anyways. Sorry, at Scotiabank. So, um, you know, they're not really missing out on much there. You know, let the guys have the offseason, an extended break this time because the last season to this one was quite short. Um, you know, let them work on their games, rest their bodies appropriately, have Siak come back a little a little ruder than he was this year. I expected him to be a little bit nastier than he was. Um, you know, OG is continuing to be one of the best late draft picks we've we've ever had. Um, and uh, yeah, just just you know, let this thing fly next season. Yeah, as awkward as OG looks on the court, he's absolutely I love him a, to death. Been a stud. Yeah, he's, I love uh, him. I absolutely love him. He's and really that's why I was, with the yeah. potential right now. And that's why I was so excited about Giannis being a possibility because I was like, you're not scoring on us. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if Giannis had pulled up, like the wingspan on the perimeter alone would have been ridiculous. So, um, we, yeah. We, I, can I, still, we can still get him just through trade, obviously. We're, but, not, we're not getting Giannis. But yeah, I, I've, given, I, I've given up on it too. But I'm just saying, we still could get him. It's a possibility. I respect through a trade, it's Giannis's a possibility. desire to sit with the team that drafted him I don't respect his lack of foresight and understanding that he had an easy chip in a city where he would have been a god. 
Yeah, if he came here, it would have been a wrap. So I don't have it any love been a wrap. for that. Yeah, I don't have any love for that. But I mean, good for you. You got your girl, you got your kid, you got your $250 million guaranteed because the NBA CBA is better than any other professional league CBA. Good for you, my guy. Get your money, send the stuff home. Like, cool. Um, I think Milwaukee is very boring. I don't think I'm the only person that feels <laughs> that way about the city of Milwaukee. Dude, I think people from Milwaukee would tell you that as well. Too. You know, I personally don't love it for reasons like, uh, I think it was John Henson or Greg Monroe, one of those guys trying to buy jewelry from a jewelry store and they, they called the cops on him. Um, you know, I don't like that. Obviously the Sterling Brown thing, don't like that. Um, I don't really love Wisconsin all that much. Never been much of a cheesehead. Shout out to Rogers. Wanted to leave you guys. Don't really love Wisconsin in general either. So, um, you know, I'm surprised, but whatever. Enjoy uh, being runner-up in the East a lot. <laughs> exactly. I don't Good think luck. they're – well, we'll see what they do this year, but I don't think they're going to do much damage. They ain't doing nothing, um. okay? And I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. They ain't doing a damn thing. Enjoy your pretty new logo. Yes, it looks very nice. Your design team did a great job. Your new court surface looks lovely. Those um, jerseys don't make sense to me, though. I don't really get them. The but jerseys whatever. are silly. They're, how, they're, they're, they look good, but I just don't get why they're blue. You, not even that, man. How do you allow a team to go on the court in this era, in Twitter, how it is, and Giannis with the jokes he used to have and whatever, blah, 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 and let your jersey say Cream Oh, you were City. talking about that one. You were talking about those ones. Yeah, yeah. How are you going to let those Cream City filthy. get out here? <laughs> You, you, y'all disgusting. Oh man. You, if you bought it, if anyone listening bought a cream, cream city Jersey, I hope it came with a black light. And if it didn't, <laughs> did it wrong. <laughs> the end. I said what I said. Yo, this man right here. I said what I said. All right, let's finish off with the last topic because I never Talk get to me. nerd out on my own podcast. Let's uh, do it. Do you want to, want to get you out before the draft starts too? Oh, much uh, love. Appreciate you. Invincible. Yes. Great show, Amazon yes. Prime. Yes. You know, a lot of people were talking about it on Twitter. Uh, I decided I had to wait for most of the episodes to be out because I'm a person who likes to binge watch my shows. I hate just fucking watching it week <laughs> to week. So I need yeah. to be able to go right through them because all these shows ends on huge cliffhangers. I'm not waiting another week to see what the hell happens next. Uh, and this is a prime, this is a show where that's a prime example. But great show on Amazon Prime. I actually did not know that this was a comic. I didn't know it was a real comic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just a show that was made for Amazon and I started watching it. And then as I went through, I was like, Oh, started Googling shit. And people were like, Oh yeah, this is a comic. I was like, Oh shit. I did not know that, but it's a great superhero show. I love the idea. And spoiler alert for people who haven't seen it. I guess this is your warning right now, but I love the idea of how they made comics and like, it's not comics. They, well, I guess they do it for the comic too, but they made superheroes and comics more, not human level, but there's more of like a realness to this world that they've created here. Like the way that they handle the dynamic of being a superhero and, you know, you have civilians who are going to die. Like whenever you see aliens attack in other superhero movies or superhero shows, you know, it's people running away and no one really gets harmed or anything like that. Uh, Or if they're about to, the superhero steps in and saves them. They turn this shit on its fucking head, bro. I was watching. I'm like, yo, civilians are getting <laughs> shot, man. Heads are blowing up. Body parts are flying. The gore is everywhere. I was fucking obsessed with this shit. I was like, oh, man, this is like anime kind of meets uh, superheroes from, like, America. Like, this is a great combination. So Yeah. 
that's really what reeled me in. But the story in this in the show seems really good as well, too. So I'm glad they renewed it for a season two and a season three, because I'm definitely going to keep watching. Um, but this is a really exciting and unexpected show that I did not know enjoyed this much, and I'm really liking it. Yeah, I mean, I've, I started watching it from episode two being out, but as, as someone who voraciously consumes anime, and I'm not only will I watch an anime, but if the anime goes week to week or they stop at just a season, I'll go and find the manga. Well, actually, I subscribe to like this media stuff. So I'll read the manga and finish it. Like I voraciously consume media where possible. So uh, what I'll say is that this show is easily of the like 14 animes that I crushed in the last year, um, the most pleasant surprise of anything i've watched on television and i mean animated or real people um it's it's phenomenal it really is it's so well done yeah i mean i never seen i you always wonder when you see superheroes beat each other i'd be like ah would he really die like that and then you know spoiler maybe not a spoiler actually it's not really a spoiler but a dude dies at one point by being pushed against a table and then half their body keeps going past the table so um (laughs) yuck but also, yeah, that's exactly what would usually happen. Um, the cast is so star-studded. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention the cast. Absolutely phenomenal, dude. The voice actors that you have on this thing are just, you know, the who's who of people that you would want to hear on a show, which was great. It's really well written. I actually really loved more than anything else how modernized it was without feeling fake or forced, you know? Yeah. Um, there were multiple, there was diversity in the cast. There were different sexual orientations presented within the cast. Um, the comments, I don't want to call it woke because to call it woke is silly. The, the comments and the dialogue was modern. Um, it matched the society we presently live in, which was wonderful to hear. There was a villain that made a comment about um, gender norms and colors against someone's personal preferences and then saying that they had a minor in African studies and mentioned something yeah, yeah, about, yeah, about yeah, yeah, colonialization yeah. and called someone a colonizer. And I was like- Seismic King or whatever, I can't remember his name is. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. this is the A1 shit I've been waiting on. Yes, <laughs> call them colonizers. That's what those people were at that time. You know, but um, it was really nice to see a show be that raw and authentic simultaneously. You don't, You typically don't get both. You typically get one that will be super gory without much substance or too substance and not enough realism. Yeah. So uh, I really love the fine line this show has continued to walk. Um, it's the one show I'll say that despite finding out that it was a comic, I won't go and look up what the story is. I just want to be surprised every yeah. time. Um, one thing I did find out though, which I thought was really great and shout out to the, the studio that, that is responsible for producing this show and the art studio as well and all the tremendous work that they do. But um, the main character who's invincible, uh, apparently in the comics, he's a little angrier. He's actually a little bit quicker to um, get really angry and kind of have those berserker rage fits. And the team decided that in an effort to make him a better character that's better accepted and also try to avoid and not normalize stereotypes where males might be quick to anger and have tempers where they shouldn't, they should be more reserved and better people. They chose that as how they would actually illustrate this character on the show, which I thought was really cool. So, um, you know, it's, it's not a surprise. Like sometimes when people write mangas, if anyone that's listening to this, like watches a lot of anime or anything like that, sometimes a manga and the show doesn't always align. Typically the really good ones tend to be quite true to it, but 
This was Attack a slight Titan. character alteration that I was really, really happy about. Yeah, shout out to Attack on Titan. I read that thing front to back <laughs> months ago. I've been sitting on that secret for a while. Oh, um, do you watch Demon Slayer, by the way? Are you on that? I did watch it last year during... No, no. I watched it before the pandemic happened, actually. Um, but yeah, I, I, I have watched it. So that's another banger. And Mugen Train accidentally leaked online this week. Um it's that in theaters is, though now, isn't it? Like it's in if, theaters where people are open, but it yeah, yeah. but it leaked online. So what happened was someone at Sony accidentally put out the uh, order button instead of the pre-order button this week. Oh shit! So anyone that made a pre-order uh, actually got the copy. Now, from what I've read online, um, you know Sony's been making the efforts to try to take it back and then refund you, but there are people that took it, watched it may or may not have ripped it put it up online kind of thing but um yeah it's outstanding and it's actually a part of the main storyline which is pretty cool usually anime films are kind of like non-canon and they're like oh here's a cool thing and here's a cool new power that someone might have but it doesn't relate to the storyline but this one's literally a part of the actual manga so it's pretty dope i usually don't like that but in the case of what i've heard from mugen train I think it's phenomenal, dude. Yeah, if it's that good, like I'm gonna watch it. So it's so fucking good. So I I, gotta definitely check it out. It's a part of the storyline, it's a part of all their major character development. And it was a whole arc within the manga when I read it, like I don't know, a year and a half ago. So, um, yeah, highly recommend. Uh, if anyone listening wants anime recommends, slide on my DMs. I got lots for you. (laughs) So, yo, so before we close out, real quick though, I did want to say as well, too, with Invincible, um, yeah. From what, I don't know this firsthand because I don't I haven't read the comics or anything yeah. like that. But one of my boys was telling me that actually in the comics too, all the characters are white or like ninety percent of them are white. So a lot of the diversity that you see in the show is strictly for the show and not fall and does not follow the comics to a T. Which I kind of like. Shout out to the um, studio. I yeah, love that. I love that energy, bro. Nice. Yeah, I looked at it and I was like, oh my god, this is like this is Toronto. Yeah, like even, there are uh, people that look different. Interracial dating. Wow, what a novelty. Like the invincible, the character invincible himself, he's strictly white in the show. I don't think his mom is actually Asian and he's not Asian himself or half Asian in the show. I'm glad um, the show, I'm glad the studio fixed it up for the show. Then It's great, man. I, I love every, every moment of it. Like I'm excited for tomorrow to watch the season finale. Yeah. And um, how and they, I, even how they introduced his best friend as being gay. Like I felt like that was just like a casual thing. They just like, and that's what I like about shows, like shows that are able to just casually put like, those differences and diversity into shows without trying to make it forced or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, bro, normalize that shit. Thing, yeah, just making it like something easy and normal. It's just like, oh, cool. Like he made a joke about his sexuality. You know that he's gay from that point on. It is what it is. Like it wasn't this huge drawn out, like him coming out in the closet or anything like that. And like trying to force certain, uh, you know, like stereotypes or, or certain uh, phrases or anything like that. So I thought it was a dope way in how they incorporated it. Yeah, agreed, man. One hundred percent. It's um, it's been so good. Anyone that hasn't watched it, please, I hope this pushes you over the edge to watch the show. You will not regret it. It's it is wonderful. Yeah, so. definitely, definitely a watch. Even if you're not really into like superhero shit, it's a, it's yeah, a good show. It's in just general. a good show. Um, well written. Okay, last thing, real Talk quick before me. I get you out. No, no worries. Top five animes right now. Like what that are, are your top currently five? out or just my top five? What are your top five? That's tough. 
Um, or even even if, if top five is too much, top three, if that's easier. I don't know. Oh, no. Five is easier than three. <laughs> All right. So your top five. Um, Doesn't have to be in specific order. Okay. I got to have – I'm just going to say Naruto. But I'm, when I say Naruto, I'm including the entire Naruto and Naruto Shippuden. Like, yeah, I'm, of course. I think everyone gonna, gets it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it has to be in the five. If it's not in the five, you use a liar. Um, I have to have Dr. Stone in there. I don't know if you've ever watched Dr. Yo, Stone. Yo, I haven't watched that, but people have been saying that it's kind of lit. So I might check that out. Standing. If Dr. Stone existed when I was... Is there only like two seasons? Two seasons right now, but two seasons of like 20 episodes each. So you got that in your top five already. It's so well done, dude. Like it's, it's incredibly well written. And I read the manga though. Like I'm week to week on the manga. But, like, oh, okay. It's, it's really, really well done. Um... It is scientifically accurate, the things that they do. They actually sh- consult scientists before they write their episodes. Oh, that's they write their episodes To make sure that the things that they do in it are actually feasible and real. Um, the premise of the show, for anyone listening, is basically this random thing happened and someone like awakes from stone thousands of years later after they were in a modern society about probably, say, 15 years ahead of us right now. And the guy that awakes first is a science super genius and he's trying to remodernize the world and do like a thousand years of technological innovation within like five years and he's trying to recreate like hydroelectricity cell phones like showing you the natural minerals that exist and one then there's there's a bit of like a, a an arms race between other people and how that kind of unfolds but he literally shows you like elements from the earth the different things that create a battery the different things that create a dam the different things that create how to make fucking ramen noodles like and and he takes this and keeps modernizing the world as it progresses so it's very very cool um and you actually learn quite a lot so dr stone is definitely on my list um i have to put my hero academia it is an absolute banger wow really okay it is an absolute banger it is if you liked naruto imagine if naruto had more modern stuff, a better studio, slightly better writing in some ways without the emotional appeal, and no filler. It's just action. Um, it is a great show. I just, I just personally couldn't put it in my I top I do. Five. But again, I'm reading the manga. So I can tell you the stuff that's in that show. Oh, my Lord. Um, big time, big time, big time. It's in my fives. Um, another one for me. Oh, I had a list. You're, at, you're at three right now, so yeah, I'm at three. So I my hero. I had a list of these literally that I said to someone. Um, oh, Yawamushi pedal. It's a must. Yawamushi pedal is a must. I never um, even heard of that. <laughs> I promise you, it sounds so corny, but it's actually incredible. All right. The show, hear me out, is about cycling. It's these team of kids that are trying to be, they're, they're in cycling, they're trying to go to the inter high, blah, blah, blah. The way that it is written is incredible. The scenery is outstanding. The music track on it, you got like a Yuki Hayashi or someone like that doing the soundtrack, so the music's crazy. As a criteria, if you're watching an anime and the music is really, really good and sounds well composed, the show's probably wicked. Because if they spent money on the musical budget, they spent money on the rest. Yeah. Um, music is very important it's when it comes to super well not only, done. not only shows, but animes especially. I highly recommend Yaomushi Pedal. It is hands down, it is arguably my favorite sports anime. 
Um, and in an era and a time right now that we're kind of lacking how sports used to be, it's so freaking good um, that I'm hooked on it. It's super, super good. Um, and I know I only have one more, but I'm going to say two anyways. The other one's called Ace No Diamond. If you have a Crunchyroll subscription, it's there. Is that baseball? That sounds like it's baseball. baseball, and it's freaking fire. Okay. Ace no Diamond. <laughs> and if you don't know baseball, it teaches you things about baseball from watching it that you'll learn hand grips on why pitches are different but like they do it anime style and this whole thing is actually cool as hell i'm not even gonna front like anyone listening to this goes like ah this this dude jb i don't know bro you kind of wild watch three episodes and then dm me i promise you um and then the other one that i guess i would probably name is fire force Fire bro, you Force watched is, a bunch of things that I've never even heard of before. Fire I thought Force I was up on this. No, bro. This, when I tell you that, like, I'm an anime, like, fiend, like, I'm an anime fiend. And I'm and those are the ones that are, like, kind of on right now. I still have other ones that I add to my list. Hunter, Hunter belongs in a five. Yeah, I was surprised you didn't say that. I was like, yo, how do you not have that well, in that's why. That's why I was like, how? Because, like, I could give you a five for sports alone. Hunter, Hunter's got to be on the list. Jujutsu Kaisen belongs on the list. Um, it's a newcomer. It only did one season right now. It's going to easily do more because the manga is crazy. Very, very, very well done. If you like fight scenes and action and stuff, Jujutsu Kaisen is sick. Um, I got to give that more time because I watched the first episode and I was like, eh, I don't the know. The rule is three. My rule is three. One. If after three episodes, of, and I don't mean anime, any show, if after three episodes, I'm not intrigued, I'll drop it. For yeah. the most part, I'll drop it. Um, and again, I'm naming all these five and like, to me, I'm naming this five, but there's really two that could have been number one. Cause they belong to me. Number one. It's either Naruto or one piece, like one piece is, is one like, piece of the show. I'm never going to watch as good as it is. I know a lot of people love that shit. I'm just never going to watch. Listen it. to me. I just can't go. I you're just can't. There's no, too I'm many going. episodes, bro. You're I'm not never, you're not I'm never, I'm never, unless, okay. The only, you oh, sorry, sorry. The only, the only way I'll watch it is when I'm retired and old. That's it sooner bro so my cousin right so my cousin lives with me okay and last year i was like yo it's covid i'm starting you on this show you don't have a choice i'm starting and he was like ah like whatever whatever i'm like i'm gonna play it you do whatever you gotta do in the, in the background but i'm gonna play it and the easiest way for you to start brother and this is the way i started him is there's about 580 episodes available right now that are in english this murphy okay it, there is a reason why this show has been on TV for 21 years. This show started in 1999. This show takes no more than four week breaks ever. Okay. And this dude, Oda, has been putting this stuff out since 1999. And they are straight bangers. And I'm talking like universe creation. It's such a large environment that, like, there's so many characters that are involved things that come back later that matter. He handles issues like slavery. He handles different genders, different races getting along. Without calling it that, he handles bigotry. It's hardcore, bro. This show is wicked. And it's incredibly well done. And there's different arcs that are really, really interesting. Like right now, they're in what's called the Wano arc. And there's been a big homage to traditional like Japanese-style artwork and the studio itself is through the roof. So I said five, but I could name you 10. Yeah, you know, you've given like eight. <laughs> no, Attack on Titan, so Shingeki no Kyojin belongs there. Food Wars, if you can get past the traditional anime kind of per, kind of pervy kind of stuff, is actually really, really good. And for cooking, you can learn a lot about being a chef from that show. It's really well done. Um, you know, Demon Slayer belongs on a list. 
Not so, in the top five, though. It's way too early to throw that out there. No, I wouldn't put Demon Slayer on a five yet, only because I know what hasn't been televised. But by the time it's done televising, you're going to be calling me like, Jay, put it in your five. Put it in your five. It could be like a top five most promising at this moment or a top five hottest at this moment. Yeah. And there's another really good one that Crunchyroll did, but it's based on a, a, a manga, I think, written by... Um, I think he's Korean, actually. But it's called Tower of God. It's also very good. Yeah, I heard that's dope. I haven't checked. I don't know if that, is that out st- yet, though. The first season is. It's on Crunchyroll. Oh, okay. um, com- very different animation style, which you kind of got to get used to. But the story's crazy. Again, I'm, I'm. He took a big break for like three months on writing the manga, but I was week to week on that John too. So, anyways, like I said, anime <laughs> nerd. I could talk to you about anime for days. Yeah, I was, I was like, yo, let me get this guy's top five real quick. Nah, bro. It's a, it's a ten it's twenty a, minutes. It's a ten minute, bro. I can talk to you oh, about. Oh man. Oh, and Haikyuu. Haikyuu deserves a mention. I've seen and that show. Well, I haven't seen the IQ show, but I've heard about it. It's very good. It, it seems corny for like the first season and a half. They like don't really go to a tournament, but when they do, bangers. There's another one on Crunchyroll about basketball called Ahiro no Sora. Don't watch Kuroko's basketball. It's doo doo. Don't bother. I, I, watched started, 100, I think I started that one. I'm not sure. It's, I watched all 160 episodes. It, Ahiro no Sora will make this look stupid. Ahiro no Sora is so legit that it's accurate. Again, you can learn about ball. They explain to you things like a one-two-one press, a two-three zone. Oh, that's um, lit. And they like the designers have partnerships with like Nike and Mizuno and, and Adidas and Reebok. Bro, I saw I saw flights in there. I saw some pot posits. I saw the pennies. Someone was in penny fives in the show. That's crazy. That's so nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's actually super, super good. It's really well done. Uh, and again, the manga is fucking hilarious. So um yeah, if y'all anyone listening needs a show to watch, I got some for you. So <laughs> you let me know. All right, I'll give you my top five real quick before we me. close it out. <laughs> give it to me. Give it to me. Uh, no particular order except for Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan's number one. I'm gonna throw that out there right now. Did you finish the manga though? Or no? I haven't finished the manga. I'm waiting for oh, the. Okay. I'm waiting for the show. I can't. I can't. I can't do that to myself because I'm not a manga reader. And even though I know I could, it would be hype to just read it and like go through it. I just personally need to see it be animated for me to be like super hype. I need the music, so I need all I'm that shit. You, so I'm gonna wait for the show to come out. And, I, and I'm fine that, with that. Bro, if you do that, all I'll tell you is that for this second half, let it stack up. Oh yeah, for sure. I do that it all the time. It is unfair to you emotionally if you go week to week because yeah, there are no. moments in this show that I put the manga down for two weeks. So I was like, I can't, I can't go back <laughs> to this. Oh, also I forgot to mention Black Clover. Black Clover is also very good. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm one of those people. I, I I always binge watch. Like, it's not hard for me because people are always just like, oh, how you do? How do you not get spoiled? This is like, I just don't look it up. And if yeah, I yeah, just stay off Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> it, exactly. And even if I even if I see shit on Twitter, I'll just immediately swipe away from it. Like I don't. Yeah. Have to, I don't have to stop. Look, the moment I see the word attack or Titan, I just move the swipe. Swipe. Yeah, yeah. Like you're I'm not gonna look at it. So it's not that hard. But um, Hunter X Hunter, or sorry, yep. Hunter Hunter. Sorry, uh, Code Geass. Um, okay. Berserk, wait, what is it? Hunter Hunter, Code Geass, Berserk. Oh, fuck. Either Naruto or I wanted to say, um, or wanted to say maybe either Naruto or DBZ. I'm not too sure. Um, I swear I had a better list than this. Oh, and then uh, obviously Attack on Titan number one. But 
Naruto or DBZ, I might take Elko because I, I had something else. I really do like uh, Vinland Saga, though. That show, Vinland Saga that is show crazy has, good. That show has potential. Because I remember you guys were talking about it in, in the group that we're in. Yeah, um, bro. I used to be just, I'll be yelling at people. I'm like, watch it. it so, yeah, over, over quarantine, supposed to be. over quarantine, I watched it. And I was just like, I, yo. I watched Vinland Saga in a, in a weekend. I watched, I watched it all in a weekend. <laughs> So did I. Like it got me hooked to the point. Like I can't, I can't wait. Like I kept having to watch. Yeah, um, so good. Yeah. What is it? Hunter X Hunter or Hunter Hunter? Code Geass attack. Well, you got Death Note maybe in there. And no, nah, I haven't. I haven't seen Death Note. Oh, um, you'd like that one too. Light Yagami's a bastard. Yeah, I guess. I guess either. Uh, I guess Naruto would be the fifth one. But yeah, shout out okay. to Vinland Saga. That shit's lit. You ever watched um Full Metal uh Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't a big fan of that. Too. You didn't like Brotherhood? I know. I know everyone's a huge fan of it. To me, the show just did not have any kind of suspense because See, I knew- Brotherhood was good. The Full Metal Alchemist, I thought, was boring. I, oh, I watched Brotherhood because that was the one where everyone's like, oh, it follows the That's anime the, or the I manga liked it. to a T. I liked I just, it. There just wasn't enough stakes. There wasn't enough high stakes. Okay. There wasn't enough All tension right. for me. So the one twist knew, wasn't enough for you. All right. I, I knew they. I knew they had to survive, though. That's the thing. Like I knew. Pop was complicated. That, I see you. I knew right. that they had to make it through because of the fact that. Um, don't be giving. Don't be giving no spoilers, though, for yeah, nobody. Yeah, like, but. But yeah, basically, based off of who they were and mm. their abilities, like I was like, I I know that they're needed in the show. You're hilarious. Um, because the be- the villains need them, so it's like You're they're hilarious. not gonna die. So I just. You're I just that just took it out for me. But it, it is a good show, though. I'm not hating on it. I, mm. I can understand why people love it. Just for me, when I was watching, I was just like, there's not enough stakes, man. Like, I'm never I'm never on the edge of my seat. Like, with Attack on Titan, you don't know what's going to happen next. Like, you don't know if a motherfucker's going to die and, or what or what. So it, it just didn't catch me in that way. But uh, Yatsuke comes out this or today, I guess. Um, yeah, gonna be out yeah this check weekend. that one out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch that this weekend. I'm really excited for that. But that'll do it for episode 87. <laughs> Damn, this is going to be a long one. It's a banger. <laughs> it is a good episode, though. I really like having you on, man. Every time you're on... Uh, it's always super dope, always super fun. I get to talk about shit I normally don't get to talk about. For example, that anime s- segment where I was like, oh, I'm just going to get this guy's top five. Nah, fuck that. That's this a 20-minute combo. 20 minutes, so. Bro, I um, literally used to take meetings in, in Uchiha t-shirts, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm talking to a nerd nerd over here. Oh, man. So, yeah. Uh, you guys can find us, like I said, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher. You can find me at Papa Omeno on Twitter or at Pops.Culture on Instagram. Uh, Dibby, you can plug your stuff here now too as well. Yeah, uh, you can find me on Instagram at, at Don't Cheese Me. Um, I'm also actually on Clubhouse on at Don't Cheese Me. Usually on Clubhouse, I'm just on F1 calls, um, talking about Formula One. If you watch Draft to Survive or anything like that, and got questions, get at me. Uh, Twitter is at Don't Cheese Me B. Or if you are watching sports or auto racing or are new to F1, um, I'm on a weekly TSN racing pod, so you can check that out. Um, DM me, I'll send you a link or something like that. And uh, otherwise, I'm around. Reviewing food, talking Harvey's, and kicking it. Check him out, guys. He's got really good content. And as always, we will see you guys next week. Peace. Later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.